0: We're back and no intro back. no intro no intro no trying to be like uh rogan bro
1: yeah we were just taking a small pause for yeah. the car snoop studios well, i mean it's only 96 been six and master 30 a 37 seconds
0: 37 seconds officially I mean, is all it took to the uh, reason
2: for the wait was the 103 floor uh well we, we had to go outside there. to smoke
0: yeah you had to go outside to smoke and 103 floors down and then you got to be um the building, you know, state law is like seven feet, but the building is like 45 feet. <laughs> Do you know what so the
1: tallest building in Indianapolis was before the Car Stoop Studios? Uh, wh- 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 no. It was the Salesforce Tower. Well, yeah. 74 floors. You know you can pay. It
2: used to be Chase Tower, right?
0: You can pay. Bank One. Yeah, you can pay to it climb. It was the Bank One Tower is when it was built. Yeah. You can pay to climb the stairs. And then it became, the Bank Chase bought Bank One.
2: How much did you have to pay? Uh,
1: That was up to you. It went to charity, but you climb all seventy-four floors. See here, it's work smarter, not harder. That's why we have the elevator only and no stairs. stairs. Elevator
0: only (laughs) at all. So if there's if there's a fire here at the Car Snoop Studios, there always is. Well, you Mm -hmm. have to you have to be certified in you know base jumping, and we are parkour.
2: Right. We also have and parkour. They also have anybody here at all times CPR certified. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. they uh, they can just uh, toss a person out the window. Speaking I think of that's CPR, what CPR f- means CPR I certified,
1: know. okay. Let, let me touch on this for a second. <laughs> so when you go through a huge change at a dealership, and I'm not just saying because we we all uh, have, I think um, in in I thought I was going to be at dealership my whole career. I was there for twelve years. Boom, here comes a new brigade, right? A whole uh, new new GM, new manager. They bring their people. It's kind of like an NFL team, right? You uh, new coach comes in. They bring their offensive coordinators. They bring their quarterback. They bring their even you, you,
0: you even bring salespeople.
1: Salespeople, you know? Yeah, from anywhere. Yeah. And if you're good enough, you can can do that. If not, you're you know you can kind of tell those kind of guys because they come in by themselves. They talk a lot of shit and they don't get anything done but going through something like that how do you how do you try to keep everything consistent and and like you yourself I mean you know because like I said just knowing you the short time that that we have we we can all agree that you're you know one of the best guys that to to work with so that's how do you kind of keep it okay I, now I got to roll with the punches. I got a new guy coming in. Now I got to get to know him, and then I also have to get him to know my salespeople out here and trust him, and trust him because that's what it's about, right? I, I know when I leave the desk and I leave you there, everything's taken care of, right? So, what what do you do personally? I mean, you go through changes. Is is there something that you do that can make yourself feel like, or you're going to approach it in a certain fashion?
2: I guess I've always handled it the same way, right? And that is salespeople first. They're the front runners. They're on the front lines. They're the ones greeting the customers and everything like that. And they're the most important people. And this may be controversial, but the owners are not the most important people at a dealership. It's the people greeting their customers. It's the people that they put on the front lines to represent them that are the most, peop- and the most people. And how hard is
0: it? How hard is it to have 50% of that that you feel confident? How hard is it this market to ensure that you have the right people talking to your customers?
2: I don't think you can ever say that you do have the right people or the wrong people. I think that's the wrong question to ask. I think it's do you have the right people in charge or the right people at the desk? To guide those people in the right direction. I guess my point is, is that if you are not seeing the results that you want, it's not always the sales people It's when they come to the desk. What are you doing for them?
0: Sure, absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, like that's what I say: early and often. You go out and know the customer. You're you're stopping the process. Listen, I'm gonna go out there and talk to him. Don't say a word. Just listen.
2: So we've in- we have introduced uh, the idea of an early manager introduction. Which is actually a Dave Lowe idea, which, uh, don't get me wrong, I, I really like David Lowe. But yeah. th- this, is his prob- this is probably his best idea, right? Is that you remove the idea of the man behind the curtain, that kind of weirders, Wizard of Oz type of thing. And the customer is always questioning, why does this person have to go up to the manager so much? Right, L- just get the manager but out there but here's and the talk thing, to them. Here's the thing, brother.
0: It's not new. It's, it's not. not. It's not a new. It's not that the wheel has not re, re, being reinvented. No, that's the standard. You you walk by, you see somebody sitting at the desk, you some, you say hello. That the guys that I've worked with, that I respect, um, that th- they were they've been doing that. You know, since 1996. Exactly. So the the, the thing is, what's crazy about, you know, dealerships having to pay for training, you know, on a monthly basis. Does that blow your mind? It blows my mind. Yeah. It blows my mind that because, you know, my career, if I wanted to be good, I had to invest in it myself. I I paid to go see Grant Cardone twice.
2: Well, let me ask you this. When you started in the car business, what training did they give you?
0: Jackie Cooper on VHS tape. (laughs) 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 This is no shit. No shit. Okay, so you
2: actually got some training. You don't even
0: Jackie Cooper. You don't even know what that is. You should look that up on YouTube.
2: To patronize you, but I don't know what
0: that is. Yeah, no. You should look up Jackie Cooper. This was this was a this was a a videotape series by a guy in the three piece suit smoking cigarettes in the training seminar, and Jackie Cooper was old school car guy. Part of Jackie Cooper's thing was straight up. If they are trying to leave, don't be opposed to throwing their keys on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> and that was literally something he would teach because, yeah. you know, throw their keys on the roof and they still, can't leave. People still say that, too. They no, do no. He's still, I still that, was a legit, yeah. that was a legit training. Yeah. You know. So that's where it started. But then it was Grant Cardone. And I but saw What Grant, do
2: you think he was trying to get at when he said that? Th- th-
0: they can't leave. Yeah, they're, you're they are holding them They cannot leave. But why? You sell them a car.
2: But why? It, the, the point is, is that, like, customers in today's day and age only visit 1.1 1. 1 dealerships before they buy They're them. doing
0: everything online, all so the So they,
2: if they leave you, they're you
0: just... You're never getting them back. You
2: educated them enough to go buy from the very next dealership in a very easy fashion. You can get a green pea at another dealership that doesn't know his head from his ass, and all of a sudden he sells him a fucking de- uh, car because you primed them to be exactly that customer.
0: Yeah. So because what it's overwhelmingly so that dealerships, um, the, the customers that are making it to the, the lot uh, to talk to your your uptaker, um, your th- they already know more about the vehicle than the guy oh, that's talking to. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. No a- no and doubt. Um, and it's, 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 it's never going to cha- flip-flop back. There's no features and benefits meetings going on. There's no tell me a feature and tell me a benefit yeah. of this car R- as you right, mm-hmm. th- there, there's there is no selling of the car that way. They already know about the car, and do you have one or not? And then how are they being treated during the process? And are it's a person calling them back? Did they really? Did they take their information down? Did they put them into the um, CRM? You know, a- and you still have to manually make sure push them down the road to the sale because there's very few professionals. And you know who does a good
1: model at this is Texas Roadhouse. Uh, Shout out to Southport Road. Because (laughs) what they do, they sit you down, they give you all your stuff, and then they, they, and I know this because my son worked there, they put a ticket on the side of your table. And what that ticket says is that your table has not been visited yet. So early management intervention, which is really, going back to the food business, is really customer service of saying, hey, thank you for being here. That's Not it. that I'm sitting up here in the ta- the ivory tower watching yeah. you. I'm coming up thanking you for being here and saying thank you, I'd like to earn your business. If there's anything that X, Y, and Z can't do for you, please come talk to me before you're done. That's one thing you've always done and, and I'm sure is appreciated by all, all sales guys.
2: Well, what is the most time you spend as a manager? Right? I mean like half of it is working customers that are here. The other half is trying to get customers to come here. So why wouldn't you just go talk to them and say, I really appreciate you being here and giving us an opportunity to earn your business. That's it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't care beyond that. I just – I'm really happy that you're even – out of all the dealerships you can look at online, yeah. right, that you came here, mm-hmm. and I really do appreciate the fact that you're here. Because you know what? I really do. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. actually appreciate them being there.
0: Yeah. It, it, there's a lot of um, – You know, bumps in the road and you know turns, and for a customer to show up, yes, literally get there,
2: thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars.
0: Yeah, and then you, then you, then your whole gamble is on the person that's out there that you have to say, please go get them.
2: But that that shouldn't matter. Is what I'm saying is that like, if a customer has gone through twenty different dealerships online to come to your dealership, all you have to do is not fuck it up. (laughs) Yeah. Right, I mean yeah. that's that's the idea. It's like that, you don't have th- to that's work part it of hard it. not to fuck it up. You just thank them for even being there in the first place because it is a customer's choice to even come to your dealership. To
1: yeah, that goes a long way because a lot of the times I think dealerships, um, and I'll say this because even when I was a kid, you drive by dealerships. I mean, you see these huge buildings. I mean, it's yep. just like casinos. They're built because the house always wins, right? So everybody's always perceived that, right? You (coughs) can say that you're not making any money off a car, which is bullshit. I mean, you're making money because you build these places. And, you know, everybody knows that. Customers know that. They know that they're paying. But what they're wanting to pay for is I'm excited I'm buying a car.
2: Exactly.
1: I'm buying my wife a car for Christmas. And I'm excited about it. And I want to make this a The best fucking experience I've ever had because I want to get laid. You know, I mean that. (laughs) But you know what it turns out to be? Okay. We said yes. I knew I was going to buy a car. And then it turns into something else. Okay. Uh, Hang on. Hang on a second.
0: Well, yeah, whatever. Keys missing. Sold it out from underneath you.
2: Or like just the fact that you want. You told the person you want to buy a car and you got to have the salesperson running back and forth to the tower or finding the second keys or getting it. Uh, waiting for finance or something like that. I mean, all of that is so cumbersome to somebody who just wants to do the thing they came in there to do. Right. If I go to Best Buy and I want to buy AirPods, not necessarily that I'm partial to AirPods, but specifically that's (laughs) what I was talking about, Uh, and I go in and somebody comes and greets me and they're like, hey, how can I help you today? I always tell them, no, I'm good. Right. But that person, if they say, okay, I understand you're good. Are you looking for anything specific so I can point you in that direction? That one step further.
0: You give them your time.
2: I, You know what I tell them? I was like, you know what, actually, I'm looking for AirPods. And that guy walks me, or that girl walks me directly to the AirPods. Yeah. And guess what? I didn't waste 45 minutes walking around Best Buy.
1: That happened in the NADA in Dallas when we went uh, on the way back. I, I wanted AirPods because yeah. I was like, I, I want to... F- I hate flying and so i want to be totally incoherent when i'm flying and i went in there and i wanted airpods and i was like okay i thought i, thought I was i thought line. i knew i was gonna go buy and it there was so many airpods i'm like <laughs> holy shit yeah. the, and he started showing me all the stuff and i'm like uh, okay what about the you know these like no you know and I appreciated it because I thought I knew what I wanted, but I di- I really didn't. You paid more than you wanted
0: to, and yes. you were happy about $149 it. $149 for Beats that's by Jay. The, that's yes.
2: The key right there. And it was, it, it, you
0: know what? Bam, bam. It was yeah. done. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm going to transition to our sponsor, um, Car Snoop, which is completely in the user experience game. Um, what we have decided and, and realized that people wanted, and everybody knows this, is. People have preconceived notions about the car dealerships, okay? Sure. They've had an experience that they're never going to f- – or maybe two, right? S- I know lots of people have had some really bad experiences. I've witnessed them. I've, s- I've seen them. I, you know, we're I- and you never get that person back. And um, with Car Snoop, um, we ha- b- deliver deals at the bottom of the sales funnel because um, the consumers that come through Car Snoop want to be in control how they buy a car and they are able to build vehicles that they want and upload their trade and information and send it out to a, a group of dealers that respond back with a deal and uh, you also get a pitch product We're you know we, we are fans of warranties gap insurances tire and wheel we, we want people covered because the best time of a purchase is while you're under warranty that's when you feel the best about the car that you're in, when it gets out of warranty, you things start bothering you. Okay, so we are on the side of the dealer, and but we're advocates for the consumer's experience. We want them to be able to be in charge of what when they buy and who they talk to. Okay, so, um, and that that just goes back to what we as as a company w- realize about car dealers. Where Carvana faltered was acting like you didn't need car dealerships, right I mean, of course we need car dealerships, and people like the experience of Carvana, but what Carvana did was they tried to do the things that the dealership do so well, dealing with the states st dot are, work. right mm-hmm. right, so what we've done is we we deliver customers. Buyers is how we like to tell people. Uh, we, it, we're not a lead source. We're a buy source. The people that come through the car portal are agreeing to buy a car if your numbers are correct. If, they, if it comes into a threshold that makes like sense for them, then they're going to buy the car. And um, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's going to change the way for the future of car businesses because we all know this, that eventually you're going to buy a car on Amazon.
2: Yeah, it's gonna no, happen. I, I think the, the the best part about car snoop is the fact that you have two buy-ins Right, you have a buy-in from the dealer and you have a buy-in from a customer Right, and they don't have to worry about The minutiae of buying a car and the, the stressful part about buying it right like why is buying a house a different experience than buying a car? The reason is because they don't have to negotiate that hard yeah. They don't have to go back and forth. They don't have to worry about being screwed over. I mean, the house is the house, and the price is the price. And if you're going to negotiate, you can negotiate within a specific margin of error from the original listing price, and that's it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: it- Car sales is a lot different. It's a lot more minutiae, a lot more things involved with it, and you guys are basically clearing it up with Car Snoop by not having people go in and make what's supposed to be an exciting experience an anxious and fear-ridden experience. And yeah. that's that's really what everybody is worried about when they go buy a car is fear of buying the wrong car, paying too much, or having a car that doesn't suit them over the long run. I mean, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. W-
1: I'm worried about confrontation. I yeah. mean, you know, the, the haggling or the negotiations, that started years ago. You know, I mean, when you, you go into a dealership, you hear stories, smoking cigarettes, and yeah. I'm going to fucking... I want this fucking car at this price. Fuck me, you. Me, you. Me, let me tell you and something, happens, guys.
0: Right? One of the biggest issues with sales going forward too is what you can and cannot say. Okay, you you can say something that immediately you're going to be called a racist. If I see it all the time. Okay. Um. The the, the way the car business was 20 years maybe
2: ago. Not a racist, but at the same time, I'm like just you saying. You can it's say so that like social media. Fake. Yeah. Social freak.
0: media reviews, like you video trying
2: to fuck people over all the time. Yeah. yeah. And and the car salesman is not the one uh, you know putting that car through inspection and making sure that it's frontline ready. One thing I, I do know
0: about car dealerships is they don't care what color you are. To, they just want you to take the car home. Right? Th- there is no they just want you to buy the car. So, but what I'm getting at is there's lots in this day and age, there's there's social media posts, there's video, right? There's there's stuff that people can put. How fast can you get bad reviews over something that somebody else said that you did? Yeah,
1: or it might not even be true. The bad reviews not true. Might be true. You know, I mean, it, it's, it, it's just the power of the, the keyboard of uh, yeah. You know, if they don't walk out completely well, happy, it's. I,
2: I agree. I mean, and that's I guess the the thing with retail is that like when it's people to people you may get somebody that doesn't understand the person on the other side of the transaction and that's fine. Mm -hmm. That's a risk that all retailers, including target has to deal with, right? When you simplify the process and you make it so that it's catered towards the direct consumer, the person that's trying to initiate the transaction, right? That's where it becomes much more simplified. When you give them control over how they want to buy something, whether it be cars or planes or whatever, I, I can't buy a plane, so I don't know why I said plane, that was kind of weird. You're
0: going to. You, we all know. We oh, all, all know that. <laughs> one day.
2: Yeah, you got
0: the wife. not going be O'Hare anymore. cars,
2: things, yeah. I mean, like, uh, Sh- I
0: Sean married up. Yes, he did. He, well, I did. He my did my good wife job. is a doctor. He did yes. a good job, yes.
2: But I am a salesperson by nature. Yeah. Um,
1: you sold her. <laughs> <laughs> Iced to Eskimo.
2: <laughs> right, but, but my point is, I guess, like, I don't feel that anxiety when I go to Target. Right. I don't feel that excited when I go to Walmart or Kohl's or...
1: Because you're getting what you want and yeah, the price is I, there.
2: I know that the the item that I want is there. And I know that there's no negotiation that they're going to give me that price right up front. Fine. Right? What what else would you want in buying a car by going through somebody that does all of that for you that tells you the same thing? Like, if I go to Target and I go buy, I don't know. I don't want to say apples, but
0: whatever coffee
2: or something you right, can right? buy
0: apples at Target. Yeah,
2: no, you can. It's actually pretty cool. <laughs> apples just started selling ap- or uh, Target just started selling apples. Not that long ago. They've had a great success with it.
1: I got to buy them in a bag because I, I don't like the whole touching thing where somebody could just touch. Right. The right apple but but all the bags have it.
2: holes in them. So like that's very true. Like
1: Do you wash your apples when you? Oh, yeah yeah there's wax I on it yeah.
2: i actually just washed my hands before touching the apples and i think that that works yeah. i don't really know it's not
1: working <laughs> yeah it, here's one thing i think that that covid kind of did for every consumer in the car business that people kind of liked was that mm-hmm. most of prices went to msrp which everybody's paying the same thing you, you know in certain models i i say that because there definitely was <laughs> stuff 10 20 grand over but for most of the part of the dealerships that took care of their customers would make the price. Say it's MSRP. Here's what it is. Yeah. Great. Plus I feel good. Plus mop and glow. Yes. What, whatever it might be. But I feel better plus that mop I... <laughs> what you guys call it? Yeah. Wh- what did you guys call it? Uh, the, um, you, know. you couldn't sell it over nine ninety five. A-glaze. A-glaze. Okay. So it's A-glaze, <laughs> not B-glaze, not
0: C-glaze. It's mop and glow. It, and it's something that <laughs> you put on a car that... That's what we called it. Mop and glow. Yeah. And then you know what, you know what my... What my uh, clothes was when I would present numbers, and somebody would say, "Well, what, what's the, what's that one ninety nine documentation fee for?" You know what my what I would say, "Well, he's got a jet; it's for jet fuel." No. <laughs> that would and, and it, they would be like, "Edge, no, it's shit. jet fuel. It's I jet fuel." I
2: used to sell Resistol in Chicagoland area, right? Resistol. Do you know how much that was? How much? Twenty four ninety
0: nine. Well, like your doc fees up there are ridiculous. You know what I used
2: right? to do? We had all windows around the whole dealership, right? I used to my cubicle backed up to a full wall of window right i used to pull the car they just test drove right behind my desk so when i'd be selling a glaze they'd be like you want your car to look exactly the way it does right now and i would just point back with my thumb right
0: your car your car car. great job Mm -hmm. right
2: when's the first time you stop liking your car when's the first time that it stops feeling new is when you get that first rip or tear, that first stain on your yeah, partner, right? Like, that that dish fucking stupid yeah, ass neighbor that's been car. spray painting their fucking uh <laughs> basketball hoop outside, you know what I mean? You got fucking overspray on your fucking red car. This right? is why I
0: love working with you, dude. You you know the mean, amount of f bombs, fucking yes. cocksucker. I mean, <laughs>
2: <laughs> fucking put up a goddamn tent, right? uh. like, don't. Fucking spray your fucking... No more spin of the wheel for (laughs) (laughs) Sean.
0: And we're spitting. So, but, you know, uh, Sean, I wanted to end with asking you, like, um, where do you, what's your favorite thing now about the car business? Because it's completely different from what, that's a great thing, because what you used to love about the car business is no longer really, it's a whole different car business. So what is, I know my answer would be still, but. What, what what do you still love the most about the car business? And then, um, where do you see the car business going over the next 10 years?
2: Let me answer them backwards. Okay. 10 years.
0: Uh, three years, four years, right? It's like it's where we're heading.
2: Okay, my answer for three and four are different than two. Then
0: three and four. Give me three and four. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, I guess uh, the car business has been – Almost the same. Uh, Everybody likes to talk about the internet and the pricing and the advertising and the cars and everything like that. It's it's pretty much the same, right? People buy from people. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's what it is, right? Why do I buy a car? I I could love the car that I'm buying, but I fucking hate Chris Evans. I ain't buying it from Chris. I'm going to negotiate the deal with Chris. I'm going to take that deal sheet to the next guy that I don't want to rip his head off. And I'm gonna buy from them, right? Yep. So so people to people sales direct retailer to consumer, that's important. And it never will not be important, right? People buy Teslas because okay, fine, I gotta go to a dealership, I got it's not really a dealership, I go to a kiosk and I do the thing, right? But then you get that Tesla that you paid 50 grand for, and you just start moving all of the different things in the car and they're all cracking and creaking and the, the quality is gone and there's no person to explain to you why that is and everything like that. I mean, that's just, it's an absolute terrible experience. That's why you see a significant amount of the younger generation buying Teslas, but the consumer reports on those are significantly lower than everybody else.
0: So right. where are we going?
2: The way we go is to continue. There- I guess reinvigorate the process of treating customers with the utmost respect and making sure that it's an exciting experience for them. That's it. Because people just, don't do it, people haven't done it for two and a hey, half years. What
0: about this sound? <laughs> is that horrible or what? This is me trying to get a deal done. <laughs> At the sales prevention desk.
2: So, we used code video a while ago, and Chris. Uh, my point, my point of COVIDio that. And my all point we could hear was his breathing. My, that <laughs> was very true. Well, I <laughs> tell you what, was was really was I was really worried. I was worried.
0: That's why I invested in these, because, you know, it takes away his. <sighs> 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 Sometimes I'm talking to you about the phone. I'm like,
2: can we uh, talk okay. about. <sighs>
0: <gasps> I'm sitting next to Cole Keesley the heaviest breather
1: in what the world Cole, ever. To be
2: fair, I did talk to Chris last night that I think that you've never used your nose. <laughs> 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 like it's just permanently clogged. Like it doesn't oh. matter. Like you can only breathe through the gap in your front teeth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you know, slight whistle, and uh, where we're going, good. so we, we we're.
2: No, that's where I think that's where we're going. But the the thing I like the most about the car business right now is that, it's, I mean, it's down right now, right? Fine, but you still see people every day just grinding it out. You don't, you won't meet a different breed of human than car guys or car girls. Those people, regardless of the fact that interest rates are high uh inflation has driven car prices up 10 grand uh inventory is down because of the microchip shortage and anything like that there are people that have been doing this for 30 years and they still do it you know why because they know that it's not about anything else but themselves and those people matter to me and yeah. those are my people those well, are those are my people. You are y- my people because you guys both do the same thing. Well you well that grind is you're you're impossible. Your
0: team is lucky to have you. Yes. You know, and um I think there's there's a you're you're not done where you're gonna be doing in the car business. Not even close. You're so young and I you're gonna be one of those guys that um that's gonna be part of the change in the future of the car business. Um and because you know what the car business is, how it works, what it takes to be successful, and any any organization would be um, blessed to have you on their team. Because Except
2: you're for like doctors or something <laughs> like that. Yeah,
1: I wouldn't want you probing me at all. For yeah,
2: I have before, only once so. And that's we what you have to, have to deal with when
1: there. you're the salesman of the month with thirteen
0: cars. <laughs> I'm a company man. <laughs> Well, hey,
2: um, thanks for coming. Hey, thank you both for having me. No, I think the pleasure. car snoop is is going to be next generation uh, car buying because what else could be? And we're going to be there with you. Hell yeah. Yes, sir.
0: Yeah, um, I appreciate uh, you showing up, um, and we will. Uh, he was late. Forty two minutes well, late. You were late.
2: I was actually 15 minutes early, but, yeah. That surprised
1: leave. the shit out of me. I mean, I should have known because he's very professional, but the fact that he, you know, you, you called him. I called late last night, so I, I wanted to see if we could sneak you in, and he did show up. And for that, I'm very grateful. I mean, I, I appreciate that. You can get that. me
2: to say yes to anything when I'm drinking. That's what I'm
1: talking about.
0: That uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> right. um, we'll see you next time. And, uh, Chris, say bye. Bye, Chris.
2: Bye,
0: everybody. Peace
2: out.